All right, so don't forget that uh, still to come on the show and live from our studios, it is going to be Mamadou Gay as we touch on everything uh, to do with African football as it stands right now. I'm sure uh, some very candid conversations uh, will be happening with that gentleman. Any of your questions as well, uh, start uh, throwing them through to us. The WhatsApp number 060-584-2250. But we're going to start off all the way in New Zealand uh, with Glenn Lamar's standing by New Zealand broadcaster uh, for a quick chat on all things to do with all blacks and the springboks at this coming weekend a sold out affair at Glenn, thank you so much again for joining us on msw welcome to the show anticipation on your side well look it's going to be really interesting to see how the all blacks bounce back from our point of view isn't it because uh, that was a shock defeat for uh, a lot of rugby fans here in um, wellington uh two to three weeks ago now um and uh there's been a lot of talk in that all blacks camp for revenge, payback, all that sort of stuff, uh, all those sort of words being used. But, of course, there is a side on the... There is a team on the other side of the field. And uh, I don't think this is going to be perhaps the easy test that a lot of people think it will be here in New Zealand. So, no, very much looking forward to the game. Glenn, do you think that they've been able to knuckle down and try and iron out some of the uh, issues, some of the problems, some of the weaknesses from the match where, obviously, New Zealand lost? Yeah, definitely. I think, and they were they were crudely exposed by that uh, Springbok team in that uh, in that game. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's fairly face safe to say if the game is close, or if the All Blacks are behind by a point or two near the end of the game, and they're right in front of the posts, ten metres out. I think they're going to take the drop kick this time. I think they're going to take the drop kick. It's uh, it was a remarkable set of circumstances where they didn't take the drop kick, and uh, that's been talked about at length here. It was also interesting to note, too, that Bowden Barrett's goal-kicking percentage in that test was not good. He only, he only converted two of his six attempts. He was a much better performance last week over in Argentina when the All Blacks won that game. So um, I'm, I'm pretty sure we won't see a repeat of the goal-kicking if it's from Bowden Barrett in this game either. Oh, without a doubt, I think we still have our own debates about who's best at number 10 uh, versus the number 12 jersey. But overall, I mean, th- that was a number of stats again, Glenn, that uh, the All Blacks as well as New Zealanders at large did not uh, want to dwell on for too long. Uh, the All Blacks' most points that were conceded uh, at home. Sure, now they're playing away, they're playing in Pretoria, playing at Loftus, uh, maybe one of those where... Because it is a sold-out affair, sold out literally two weeks ago, again, Glenn, what does that stand uh, as far as the opposition is concerned, knowing that, uh, you know, if the box win again, the All Blacks literally uh, lose their world ranking? Okay, that would be incredible, wouldn't it? Uh, in a way, though, you know, and I have, I have been quite conflicted because while I'd like the All Blacks to win every game, I, I actually think it's really good for world rugby for that not to happen. It's it's not good for a sport, I think, for one team to dominate. We need other teams to rise to that level as well. So, in a way, what would be really good for not only uh, this series and South African rugby, of course, and for, but for world rugby and next year's World Cup would be for South Africa to win this game. But uh, I don't think it's going to be that simple. Uh, the All Blacks have a very good record, don't they, at um, Loftus? I mean, I, th- I don't think they've... In fact, one of your colleagues, Dwayne DeLocker, on my radio show here in New Zealand yesterday, and I was surprised by the statistic when he mentioned it, was that the All Blacks had not lost at Loftus Firstfeld in, uh, in, in the professional era, uh, which, which, which I was quite surprised at. And a couple of the wins in recent times have been by handsome margins as well. So uh, I think the All Blacks are quite used to winning there, and I think... Um, 
Well, it might not play into their hands, but it's certainly an interesting stat there in the venue and the, the, the sold-out crowd there won't daunt them. Yeah, without a doubt, I think, uh, you know, given the, the, the high fault uh, again and their adjustment uh, to uh, the atmosphere and the vibe this side, uh, but I just think it's going to be one of those uh, atmospheres again, Glenn, which will, will not be too conducive for the All Blacks to stomach. Uh, but, but, but in the end, you know what? The beautiful game of rugby uh, is all about the, the number of points that you get. And like you say, the boots will play uh, its role. The rotation of the ball will also be one of the things that they uh, are going to be out there. But it, it's about the stats because South Africa Africa comes out of a weekend against the Wallabies where, again, the number of tackles were far more superior. That was where they were superior in terms of the numbers. And it's a physical game, like you always know. How much do you think that will play in uh, to the game as well over the weekend? Yeah, big time. I'm really enjoying watching South Africa defend their, uh, their, their, you know, uh, defending and tackling comes down to just heart and courage a lot of the time. You want get to get stuck in and and get in there and stop the other team. And there's some real good desire in that South African team at the moment. I like that. And they're going to need it again this week. It's going to be interesting to see what that game against Australia, all that tackling, and then all that tackling in Wellington, is going to do to the stamina levels of the South African team. Can they lift themselves one more time in, uh, in what would be a hugely significant uh, result if they could pull it off for them? So uh, I'm looking to that. Uh, and I'm also interested to see what Malcolm Marta said, um, uh, interestingly, too, uh, where, you know, they're trying to forget that um, Wellington win now. It's in the past. They've ticked it off. Now they, uh, you don't want to look back too far. They're trying to really focus on this, on this game coming up here because it will be a big ask for them because the All Blacks don't lose to teams twice in a row very often. In fact, it's hardly ever happened. So uh, I would be... I would be, if I was in that South African team, you know what's coming. It's just whether you can dig deep to do it once, one more time. And talking about digging deep, they dug deep the last time because, I mean, I was also quite fascinated. You were talking about the numbers and the figures and the stats where they literally had broken new ground, whether it's home or away, and never scored before five tries, let alone six tries, and not won that particular game. And that's what they were faced with against the box. <laughs> That's right. It's, uh, that was extraordinary, wasn't it? You know, six tries and not win a game. Yeah, no, that loss, make no mistake, that loss in Wellington hit the All Blacks very hard indeed. It, uh, it was a, uh, a, a kind of strange set of circumstances, a strange set of decisions that they made during the game when they had opportunities and the execution was off too. So, look, uh, they won't want that to happen again, let me tell you. Just overall, though, when you look at this new South African Springbok team that is starting to gain shape, yes, it was uh, much maligned when uh, started under Rassi Erasmus, seemed to have gained a little bit of traction as well. What's, what's yourself, Glenn, and some of the other pundits are picking up are some of the strengths, the, the stronger areas where the South Africans are starting to dominate, and especially against the likes of the Old Blacks and the Aussies? Well, to me, they just look more organized. You know, they look more of a team. They look more certain. Each player looks more certain about what the player next to them is going to be doing. And that's a good thing. I think that's been one of the missing ingredients uh, that has uh, been uh, not there in the Springboks team in, in recent years. I also think, too, that their belief seems to be there. And uh, they would have got huge belief um, uh, from that win in uh, in Wellington, I mean, this is a lot of a lot of teams struggle playing the All Blacks, believing they can actually beat them. And I think we saw plenty of evidence again in Argentina at the weekend 
that uh, that that the Argentinian team didn't run out onto the field in that game, believing they could actually beat the All Blacks. Because I actually think the All Blacks were actually vulnerable in that game. They didn't have their strongest team. Kieran Reid was still in New Zealand, didn't play in that game. They were actually quite vulnerable in that game. But it was fairly evident early on to me that the Argentinians didn't believe they could actually do it. And I think of all the teams in world rugby at the moment, only a couple really truly believe that they can actually beat the All Blacks when they run out onto the field to sing the national anthem and then face the Haka. And South Africa is definitely one of those teams. And I think that would have, that win in Wellington uh, would have even given them more belief that they can do it again here. So I think those have been the issues or the, the big improvements that I've seen mm. in that South African team in the last few weeks. Without a doubt, but also just the confidence that they have constantly that they are able to score tries against the All Blacks. And we talked about it. We, we, we saw them conceding again five or more tries uh, in a match. It was literally the 10th time ever, the highest number of, of tries conceded uh, for the All Blacks is six. And that was when you throw mm. your mind back to uh, 2000. Also here in Johannesburg, uh, it was 46-40, that particular match. And, uh, and obviously again, South Africa again. So, you know, although the All Blacks are, are feared a lot, but when it comes to All Blacks versus Springboks type of games, the ability to score tries from the box perspective is there. And if they still hold the record oh. against the All Blacks, then surely again in Pretoria, they'll have the same feeling. Well, definitely. I, I totally agree with you on that one, mate. It's a... Uh and it's good to have guys and that's in the, and players on the South African team that can actually score tries too. I mean, I really like the anti, the winger at the moment. He's scoring some uh, wonderful tries. I've, I've Willie Larue had a very strong game at fullback. I think these guys are critical to your success. You need to have the players in your team that can actually uh, that are actually capable of creating uncertainty in the opposition, and they did that so well in Wellington. And uh, they got hopefully, uh, from your perspective, they'll do it again here in this game, and uh, and, uh, and and keep close to that um, try scoring number that the All Blacks will have. I mean, it would be surprising if the All Blacks didn't score, you know, at least three tries. I mean, they generally score; they've averaged forty points a game this season. So, you know, I, w- I would I would expect that they'll be into the high twenties, early thirties again. Uh, in this game here. It's just a matter of whether South Africa can take their opportunities in this game. So we could be in for a very similar game if, if South Africa win it. We could be in for a very similar game as to what, what we've got in Wellington, you know, a high-scoring, close match. I, mean, I love how Steve Hansen has been able to take it all in, you know, talking about the expectations, saying that for the All Blacks, it's the same. Whether the Rugby Championship title has been claimed or not for them, and especially against the Springboks, they maintain the same approach. They don't want to tinker too much uh, with their lineup. It's not about giving others an opportunity. It's about the consistency. I mean, would you buy into that and do you think it's the right approach? Yes, I do. I think that's uh, very, very typical of Steve Hansen to say that. Um, he is very, if you go back through his coaching career with the All Blacks, if the All Blacks lose a game, he often gives the blokes who lose that game another opportunity almost like to put things right in the next game. So I would expect that that, that lineup, that All Blacks lineup, when it comes out uh, tomorrow afternoon our time or tomorrow morning your time, or the next day's morning after your time, I would expect the All Blacks team to be very similar to the one that played in Wellington. It will be looking quite different from the team that played in Argentina last week. And uh, I would expect that uh, there will be uh, motivation will be very high in that, in the, in the side that runs out on the weekend to actually to um, to right the wrongs, what they believe are the right the wrongs of Wellington. And just finally, Glenn, he who will win will win by what sort of margin? <laughs> 
Oh, I hope it's close. I really do. I hope it's close. I don't like blowouts in rugby. Um, and um, I'm, 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 I'm picking with what I just mentioned to you before. I'm picking a high-scoring, close game. Uh, if you're asking me to pick the All Blacks to win, of course I'm going to pick the All Blacks to win this game. <laughs> I thought you were going to swing it in our favour, Glenn. Hey, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, look, I mean, as I mentioned, I think it would be really good for world rugby yeah. if um, South Africa win. It would really um, throw a cat amongst the pigeons, you know. Uh, it would actually really mess things up really nicely. Uh, it could actually, it probably will make the All Blacks even more dangerous at the World Cup next year if, South Africa win. So just bear that in mind if uh, the result goes your way at the weekend. I look forward to chatting to you further again uh, next time, Glenn. Thank you, as always, for chatting to us here on MSW. Glenn Lamar, New Zealand broadcaster, joining us here on the show. Thanks, Glenn. You're welcome. All right, just gives us uh, enough chance to check out some of the top stories when it comes to rugby, of course.